Hey, what's up, friends? How are you doing? Hopefully, you're enjoying your good time today. Today, I'm honored to be in the house with my man, Micah Marshall. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Micah has been a, in youth ministry for how long now? Total 15 years. 15 years this total. Year, yeah. All right. Good yeah. deal. Good, man, that's, that's, good, that's some good time. That's, that's some, some good, good time. time. Yep. So, um, so hopefully you guys are enjoying your day. Uh, I'm excited for what God is going to speak to us today mm -hmm. um, and for what the plans that, uh, that Micah is going to share a little bit for us. Um, so Micah, um, let's just do this. Yeah. First off, do you like the snow? No, I hate the totally, snow. Totally. Yeah. hate the cold weather. Do you? It's disrespectful. No, that's why I think like cold weather Let's is go. disrespectful. Let's go. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm with you on that. No, it absolutely <laughs> is. Yeah. It was nine degrees the other day. Nine. That's that. Yeah. I walked outside and I walked right back inside. It's <laughs> like, nope. So not, we had a, uh, so we had winter retreat this past weekend. Yes. And this past weekend's winter retreat was super cold. Oof. And there's portions where like, you know, you go to the David Center, go play some games mm -hmm. or you can stay at the gym and play some games. Yeah. Guess what I did? You stayed in your room. I stayed in the gym. Oh, man, I got to stay in the room. <laughs> I stayed in the gym. Yep. I was not about to walk yeah. just to go nope. to another building. Nope. No. Yeah. So I'm with you, man. Yeah. Uh, and especially like if it's cold, there's got to be snow. So yes. Fridays at Winter Treat, hats off to all you groups that came out to this mm. past weekend. Uh, you weathered the storm Friday or you came Saturday morning. Um, you know, Micah, God did a great thing yeah. um, in the lives of the students that came. Um, and honestly, like, and I know one of the things like, and I'm really glad you're on here with us today is that um, one of the altar calls was about like students coming forward with, that are broken. Mm -hmm. um, and man, I can't tell you how many students respond to that call. Yeah. yeah. Um, it really breaks my heart. I mean, I know, I mean, I've been in youth ministry since 2005. So I understand students go through a lot, mm -hmm. you know, um, but man, just to see like almost a whole room. Yeah of young people go forward for a call. Mm. So glad healing happens. Yeah. So glad that happens. But man, it's just like this generation like really needs a savior, right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the reality. Yeah. Well, and they're searching for it. You and I were talking earlier before we got on that, you know, this generation, they are looking for the answer. Mm -hmm. They're looking for something to help that healing. And what's great about what we have is we have that answer. Yeah. And his name is Jesus. Amen. And he's the answer to all of these things that are going on. And so I love hearing that testimonies from one retreat. I love hearing that kids were, you know, the value was put back onto them that yeah. they didn't understand. Because it's a value problem. Oh, true. The generation thinks that they don't have value. They don't think that they're good enough. And living in a culture that is consistently telling you, you need to do more or to do yeah. this in order to be valued. Mm. It's hard. Yeah. It's very hard for them to be able to combat that. That's true. Um, and so, Micah, you are you've been in youth ministry for 15 years, mm -hmm. um, but you also lead you lead Refuge Youth Network. Yes, I do. So tell us a little bit about Refuge yeah. Youth Network. What that so is all about? So Refuge Youth Network, we're a nonprofit organization um, that is based in Central Pennsylvania, Altoona, PA. Um, so not far from Penn State University for any of the Penn State okay. fans. We're about 40 minutes south of there. Go dogs, Georgia um, Bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Penn State fan either. I'm a Pitt fan, but we're not going to even talk about <laughs> Just that. Just kidding. Go ahead. Um, but, you know, it's uh, so we started. Um, I've been with Pastor Wayne Schaefer for all of this time and started as a youth pastor of one church. Two years later, another local church came and said, hey, could you hmm. be our youth pastor? 
two. And so we were youth pastoring two nights a week, Monday and Tuesday. Two years after that, a third church came in and said, can you do ours as well? So I was youth pastoring three churches, three nights a week up until 2017. Uh, Then we became an official nonprofit organization. Uh, A guy by the name of Ryan Alden, who actually lives here in Mechanicsburg, uh, was on staff with me and he helped me kind of get everything started. Now, here we are all these years later. um, And basically we provide youth ministry for churches who can't afford it. And we look at youth ministry and the calling to be a youth pastor as a regional call. So you're not just called to the church, you're called to the entire region. That's good. And so what we do is we uh, we help churches and we help these or, these communities be able to have a high caliber youth ministry. So we meet Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night at different locations throughout central Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm blessed to have a great staff that is on staff with me. I have three campus directors and then I have uh, a financial director who deals with all of our um, nonprofit stuff. But we believe in uh, community. We believe going out and meeting the kids where they are introducing them to Jesus, expanding the kingdom of God, very evangelistic driven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we started with bus ministries and okay. COVID kind of crushed that for us. Um, but um, we're out there, we're looking at kids, we're experiencing life with kids, we're doing life with them. We live by a, our whole ministry is, con- you know, contact, connect and create. Being able to, you know, contact them in their environment, be able to connect with them on a deep spiritual level and then create uh, moments of intimacy with Jesus that they can encounter and be a part of. And so uh, we see probably an average between four to 500 students in our programming. Um, the highlight of our programming, though, is that we do have youth group four nights a week, but fishing, hiking, biking, fitness, girls club. We even had a, a club where we just ate food. Like we Dude. went to different restaurants. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like that was the best club that we had, to be honest. It started as something else. And they were like, let's just go eat. Let's just go do it. Let's just go eat. And so that's really what it came to. But that's in every one of those um, clubs and experiences, we're looking for mentoring moments that's good. to be able to mentor and reach a generation. Because you have a kid who might not come to youth group, but they'll go fishing with you. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, 100%. But yeah, that's Refugees Network. Okay. Very cool. And um, and so, Micah, you were in town. Yes. Um, so I'm just really, really glad you're also on. Is like. You do this thing called parenting, uh, sorry, Gen parenting Gen Z, yes. right? Yeah. Um, and you were just at GT Church this past I was, weekend. I was just there on Sunday. Um, so give us a little bit of this, like, what is your take? I mean, what do you do first of all yeah. for that for that session? Yeah. Um, and like, where did it come from? So yeah. So probably like a lot of other youth pastors, I've had parents contact me and say, "Hey, can I get together and talk with you?" And then we get into this conversation, and it boils down to, "I don't understand my teen." I don't understand why they act the way that they do, why they think the way they do, why they have maybe the anxiety that they do, why they have all these things. And so uh, two years ago, I was like, okay, well, what do I need to do? I need to study. I need to figure this out. So I came up with this thing called Parenting Gen Z for the local, for our local community in Central PA. Uh, and I did this at our church. And it, you know, it really just what it does is it breaks down understanding Gen Z. Yeah. Because to respond to Gen Z, you must understand Gen Z. Yeah. And so to be able to respond to the issues, you have to understand that. And so I did a deep dive, um, Feed Youth Ministries, uh, Barna Group, um, any other type of group I could dive into to really find statistics, find stats to find why is this all going on. Brought it into a presentation that's about two hours for a two-hour seminar, and um, and then have begun to just travel and teach this at other churches. Talk really about what you know what Gen Z is facing, um, and we have some highlights. We talk about diversity, obviously, which is the high mark of Gen Mm -hmm. Z is the diversity, um, whether it is your skin color or your sexual preference. 
Um, that's just the world that we're living in. Technology and social media. Um, we talk about how you know teens today are screenagers. They were born into a culture. They've never known life without a screen. Yeah. Whether it's the iPhone, the iPad, the computer. So we talked about uh, you know technology, social media. We talk about the relationships they have with one another. And then obviously the most important part of parenting Gen Z is the faith-based approach of connecting your teen, the spiritual growth, and how you can do those things. And really, what does the Bible say? for you as a parent or as a business leader to be able to influence that generation. And then we talk about very 10 practical ways that you can uh, connect with your student or connect with your teen. Um, and it's like having breakfast. Let, let you be the first influential voice that they hear in the morning. Which really, it can like, be anything like that. Like, like that really blows your my mind. Yeah. Like that some parents don't do that. Yes. Right. They rush you out the door, get you to the bus. Yeah. Well, and let's be real. Teenagers will sleep. Like if your bus is coming at like eight o'clock, you're going to sleep till 758. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and so, but these are just intentional moments because uh, Gen Z is about in intentional moments. They're about being intentional. Um, they can see past the facade, the fakeness. Um, they're on a journey for authentic relationships yep. And there's no bigger authentic relationship that they could have in their life than with Jesus. That's good. And so that's really what the Parenting Gen Z event is based around is how do you build authentic relationship with your student through a faith-based approach, which is walking with them in their Christianity and walking with them in their faith. That's good. And intentionality. I mean, so one thing, even this past weekend, I went to retreat, one of the sessions, we got into small groups and talked about discipline, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And then um, the group that I was with, uh, the leader was like, hey, what is something that you lack in discipline, right? Mm -hmm. And so then I did my own self-reflection. And as a parent, I have five yep. kiddos, yep. right? So like, oh, give a, like, there's an avenue of, that I can do better, mm -hmm. being a better dad. And one of them is to be more intentional. Yes. Like when you yeah. when your kid says, dad, like as a parent. And so some of you are like, you you're all, you're all you can also attest to this. Hey, you guys have kids too as youth pastors. Like, um, So like when you they say dad, like just stop. Yeah. So I in, intentionally this past yeah. weekend... I caught myself a number of times where my one of my kids was like dad and I stopped everything. Yeah. And it was and it was so bizarre. But uh <laughs> we are we are we're gonna have an interruption here in a minute, might, aren't we? we aren't we? Have, we're we we're, we're, we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay. There might be some loud sounds going <laughs> off, but we we're are fine. okay. Yeah, don't call 911. Do not. Uh <laughs> yeah, we don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> The, the office is doing a fire alarm test. And they decided to do it right, <laughs> right now. now. So, right when we're but don't worry, recording. we're not we're not going to run out yeah. of here because we're okay. Yeah, we're right? okay. There's no fire. There's yeah. no smoke. <laughs> well, you know, the one thing, Joe, that, you know, being more intentional with your kids, when I have been teaching this at other places, the one thing we talk about is showing up. As a parent, yeah. just show up. Because Gen Z is going to look for you. Mm -hmm. your, your teen is going to look for you. By, by showing up to them, it shows them that you love them, you care about them. And your presence has such a powerful aspect in their mm -hmm. life. And sometimes parents don't think about that because they're like, oh, well, I probably just annoy my student or I annoy my teen because mm -hmm. I'm with them all the time. But no, like when it's an important moment in their life and you show up, that's a powerful moment. Yep in their life as well. And just showing up. Just showing up. Not even yeah. like having to cheer. Just, yeah, just, just showing being up. in the yeah. room. When they can look up and see your face mm -hmm. or when they whatever's going on in their life, when you just show up for them, that aspect right there shows that you care about what they care about. Yeah. That's and good. that's huge. That's good. So as youth pastors, um, and it's the same concept. Like Absolutely. I believe you're in youth ministry and you're watching, you're on youth ministry because yeah. you really, really want to invest into the student's lives. You, Absolutely. Your intention, let's be honest, as a youth pastor, you're intentionally mm -hmm. leaving 
going to any other type of job <coughs> to actually invest into kids, yes, into students. You're intentional with that. Um, so it's so it's so important. Yeah. Um, well, I think the thing is too is a lot of times what has happened over the last several years, and I talk about this a little bit. Bike going on. Yeah, like this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there there should really be no separation in relationships between the family, the youth pastor. And like, you know, and that, that's what happens is, mm -hmm. hey, here's my kid, mm -hmm. fix my kid, take care of my kid. We as youth pastors, we get your kid maybe four hours a week. Yeah. You get them the rest of the yeah. time. And so rather than me fixing them or you fixing them, let's introduce them to the only one that can fix them. And yeah. that is Jesus. But let's have a relationship because I, what I find is a lot of what happens is the disconnect in relationship between parents and youth pastors. Yeah. That's where this disconnect happens where no one knows what page to get on and no one really knows what to do because there's such a disconnect of like, oh, hey, what's going on? Like we, we need to communicate with our parents. Hey, this is what we're teaching. This is what we're doing. Um, you know, for Refuge, we put out on YouTube what we are speaking on every week so parents know. This is what we're speaking on. So then they can talk to their student about what's being done. Mm -hmm. But we we have to really zone in and not allow that like that disconnect to do any more harm than it's already done. We need to be on the same page. So let's let's segue to real fast is um you put your sermons mm -hmm. or your teachings on YouTube, right? Yes. So and you say, you know, you grab you you do a lot of ministry to the students outside of your church, yes. you know, things like yeah. that. So yeah. those parents that really are probably not connected to the church. Yeah. Is there anything specific you do yeah. to help get to those parents or is oh, it yeah. kind of like, oh yeah. 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 And so we, we do, you know, we do events where we invite these parents to come. Um, we do a thing called the night of celebration. Okay. Um, we just did it um, in October and we invite the parents of our kids to come hear all about the program, hear all about what's going on. Okay. And uh, we'll always highlight a couple of kids and give them a student of the year award. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and, a lot of them, that's the only award they've ever got. Mm. They might've never gotten an award before, but yet these parents show up and, and we always are presenting the gospel in some way and what yeah. we're doing and what we're saying, whether it's myself or one of the other campus directors, we're talking about Jesus mm -hmm. and what we're doing. And so there, there's an aspect of that, but we're constantly um, sending out things on, we use Remind, so okay. we're constantly sending out things on Remind, whether it's inspirational quotes or Bible verses or whatever. And so those parents are getting all of those. Mm -hmm. But then it's also just intentionally, you know, inviting them into the world that we're in. Yeah. You know, we're not just the glorified babysitter, like, you know, because because that's what happens sometimes yeah, is like, oh, I can get rid of my kids for two hours. I'm just going to drop them off at youth group. <laughs> um, yeah. But then when you begin to see that change in your student, you're beginning to wonder why. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I love um, churches that operate um, and have ministries that are running at the same time. So like when youth ministry is running, there's also an adult Bible study downstairs. Yeah. So when we have new families that come, they're like, oh, I'm going to drop my kids off here. I'm like, yeah. And then you can go right downstairs to a Bible study mm. and you can join in on that. And so it's one of those things where you're trying to actively be able to minister to the entire group. Yeah. Um, because ministering to the parents is just as important as ministering to the teens. That's good. That's good. Um, man, that's good. So with your parenting Gen Z. Yeah. Um, if I was a youth pastor, yeah, like bro, I would love uh, for Micah to come and share his parenting Gen yeah. Z. Would you be open to that? Absolutely, awesome. absolutely. You can oh, you share? Can you share with us the group? Your yeah. email, maybe? Yeah, or yeah. So Micah at refugeyouthnetwork.org. Uh, pretty simple. Or if you go to refugeyouthnetwork.org on the our website, 
you're able to contact me. What I'll do as the youth pastor, I'll send you our document, Parenting Gen Z document, have you look it over, make sure you're comfortable with it. Now, obviously there's a lot of content on the outside um, that I didn't include in there, but I will send it to you. You're able to look through it, get some understanding, see what it's about. Um, on the normal Joe, it's a two hour presentation, two hour seminar. So we usually do an hour, then a break, then an hour. Um, and it's like drinking from a fire hose. Um, mm -hmm. It really is because it's so much information coming at you. Um, but if you would like me to come and be able to share that with you to be a part of that, all you have to do is reach out and ask me. I'd be totally willing awesome. um, to be able to help that because I believe sometimes, you know, it's easier sometimes to bring someone else in to yeah. be able to speak to the group of parents than the youth pastor who's with those parents all the time. An yeah. outside voice sometimes is able to speak into uh, situations and circumstances that a familiar voice won't always be able to have that same impact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Um, so if you had to like give them a leadership thought today, mm -hmm. What would you land us with? Yeah. What's so funny because you asked that because we were talking earlier. I was like, mm -hmm. I have like five different, six different <laughs> things um, that we would be able to share. But I think one of the biggest things is, you know, when it comes to being a leader and especially a youth pastor, we live in a culture right now that is all about wanting to be known, um, wanting to be popular. And a lot of times we will strive to do the popular thing and not the purposeful thing. And purpose always has to come over the popularity. Mm -hmm. And so if you are a youth pastor and, and, you know, and you're trying to get as many likes, you're more worried about your likes on TikTok than you are about your students. Mm -hmm. We have a problem. Mm -hmm. and, and so we need to be very careful in leading. One of the things that we, we teach through Refuge is that as a leader, we don't lead from above. We lead from among. Mm -hmm. When you look at Jesus and how he came to serve, he was never elevating himself above who he was with. He was always walking with them where he was at. And that's what a servant does. A servant walks with you and then serves you as you're going. And so for us as youth pastors, we are called to serve this generation. Amen. That's how we lead them. And I know for me, if I am lost and I don't know where I'm going, I would ha rather have someone walk with me to the finish than to just give me directions that might confuse me. Yeah. So this generation, they need you to walk with them. They need you to That's just uh, worry more about them than about the likes and about the comments and the reshares, the reposts. The Bible is very clear that like the son of man came to serve and to seek that which was lost. So our whole job, our whole entire existence as youth pastors is to literally serve a generation and be able to love them and walk with them through what's going on and be not not be dictators but to be those that walk with them and love them and be able yeah. to, to, to do that. And so my encouragement to any of these youth pastors that watch, any youth pastors connected, is lead from among, don't lead from above. Mm. This is about us walking with them towards Jesus. And what's great is if we're walking together, Joe, and I fall, you can pick me up. Truth. But if I'm if I'm so far away, I can only tell you maybe, oh, maybe you could do this. Maybe you could put your hand here. Maybe, no, but if I'm with you, I can literally pick you up mm -hmm. and you could pick me up. And so that's really what ministry is about. It's about walking with one another and serving one another. And I think as a youth pastor, we have the greatest job on the planet. We are ministering oh, yeah. to a generation that is that is deeply in love with Jesus. And we have the, that, that privilege and that honor. And uh, I need to live a life worthy of the calling that I have placed on my life. And if God has called me as a pastor, if God has anointed you as that, you need to live a life that is worthy of it. The Bible talks about living a life that's worthy of the fruit. Mm -hmm. You know, our fruit in our life need to be worthy of the call. And so we need to make sure that um, we are leading with the right intent of purpose and not popularity. That's good. That's good. Amen. Amen. Walking with your students. Walking with it's your important. students. Yeah. Walking with your leaders. Yes. Right? As well. Yeah. Um, and and I just encourage you, like, don't be overwhelmed. Like, oh, man, I got to walk with them now. Like, 
I'm only one person. Yeah. Like that's why you hopefully you build your team, friends. Yes. Build yeah. your team. God's gonna give you the team. Um, you build it and you work walk together and uh and let's 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 help this generation. Man. Absolutely. It's let's so it's so important. So yeah. important. So uh man, thanks, Micah, yeah. for what you shared. If you guys want information, I know Mike and I are gonna dream and think about other resources going forward, yeah. teaming together. Um, we wanna reach we want to reach Pendel students like never before. Absolutely. And Absolutely. we want to help resource you guys in any way we can. So I uh, appreciate Micah and his service as Parenting Gen Z um, and just running together as also as youth ministry. So a few announcements before we uh, before we close out in prayer. I'm going to ask you to pray in just a minute, Micah. Uh, so get your prayer ready. Right. Um, but anyhow, here's some announcements. So Winter Chief this last weekend coming up. We have Elise Wood. We're excited to have her and her husband with us for the weekend. Um, if you're tomorrow... Um, I'm going to APC with Aaron Holt. He's doing a round table. So a group of us here is going out, um, out towards Pittsburgh. If you're in the area, we'd love for you to stop by at APC tomorrow at 11 o'clock. They do a round table and a free lunch. So uh, I know some of you guys are coming. Um, so excited to see some of you over there. Um, we're also having a youth pastor gathering up in, uh, Erie PA, um, February 5th. So if you're up in that section, um, we're looking forward to coming, really do lunch or dinner with you guys. So, uh, make sure you put that on your calendars. Um, fine arts is something that's rapidly approaching our deadline. Remember, our deadline is February 9th, which means registration's open. Um, we need you and your students to please register on by February 9th. Um, and it's all online, so you can get all that at pendelyouth.com. And then uh, also our camp registration goes live February 1st. Yeah. So we're super excited about, about camp. That. Yeah, so uh, that opens up February 1st. There are some new... Um, deposits and kind of guidelines there for you. So make sure you read all the paperwork that's on that's online as well for that. Uh, we have do have four camps. It's pretty awesome. Weekend We're expanding camps. two weekends, two weeks. And uh, so you get to pick um, and things like that. So camp growing up, you went to camp growing I, up. I went to camp growing there up. There you go. Loved it. Um, it was, you know, camp is a week that changes a student's life. Amen. Amen. And if you can give them the opportunity to have their whole life changed by experiencing a week or a weekend, why wouldn't you do it? That's right. You know, so if you're able to take them to camp, take them to camp, man, because it does, it changes everything. And it also, it not only changes you, but it can bring a calling into your life that you Truth. never thought you can get called into ministry mm -hmm. um, at camp. I mean, you guys all know what happens at camp. Yeah. Camp's just remarkable, but yeah, be a part of camp. That's good. So, uh, so a few years ago, we coined the phrase best week of the year for camp best week of and Bwadi. All right. So say Bwadi. Bwadi. There you go. There it is. Best week of the year. We got <laughs> Mike and say Bwadi. Got that first. shirt. Is that going to be hey, our shirt? Hey, maybe, maybe, you know, hey. so, but, uh, but yeah, so if you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. And uh, Micah, thanks again for being on with absolutely. us. Absolutely. Appreciate you. you. Yeah. Uh, would you just close this up in prayer? Yeah, absolutely. Heavenly Father, I thank you and praise you for just everyone that's listening and everyone that is serving in youth ministry, Lord, or as some type of ministry. And God, we thank you for the privilege and the honor to have this call. God, I pray that we will live a life that is worthy of the call that has been placed. God, that we will continue forward with what you have, that we will walk with our leaders and our mm -hmm. students and our, our churches through this to expand the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And Lord, that we will continually be a generation that, as Psalms 145 says, that we proclaim the goodness of God and what you have done from one generation to the next. And we just continually on this. And so, Lord, I pray that that will be the, the echo of our hearts, Lord, that we will continually just praise what you have done from one generation 
generation to the next so that they can know who Jesus is. But Lord, I just thank you for the Pendal Network. I thank you for what you're doing. Um, God, I thank you for the leadership here. Continue to allow us to be obedient to hearing you. Continue to allow wisdom to grow in us. Continue to allow us to have a heart to learn and a heart and ears to hear, Lord. But we just thank you and praise you for what's going to be accomplished, Lord. And just even with winter retreat coming up, Lord, we already know and just stand on the element of faith that lives will be changed. There's going to be great testimonies out of this last week. And we are so excited for what you're going to do. But God, we give this all to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless amen. you guys. See you guys soon. Amen.